Hello and welcome to the Oracle of Light podcast. I am your host, Shauna DeMellon. In this week's episode, we are going to look at the five blocks jamming your connection to your spirit guides. And something that a few clients have spoken about in the last week is that they're not really sure if they do have spirit guides. They're not really sure if they do have angels or a spiritual team. And I used to wonder that myself when I first started to really get into, you know, spirituality and mediumship. And I just really jumped in hardcore. I started to really wonder, okay, who am I talking to? Are those angels? Are they spirit guides? And... The first place that I'd like to start this this discussion, if you will, is that everyone has a spiritual team, if you will. Um, we have guardian angels, spirit guides, we have crossed over loved ones, uh, we have spirit animals, benevolent energies, beings of light, uh, ascended masters. There are so many non-physical beings and energies light forms, and even energies that that we may not have a, a description for, a title for, that are just literally waiting in the wings to come in and assist us, to help us. Um, I refer to them as runner guides. Uh, my guides, they get parking stalls for me. They get juicy parking spots. So when I get in the car, I'll be like, okay, Yo, angels, guides, uh, get me some Costanza parking as close to the front door as you possibly can. Thanks. And then sure enough, I show up wherever I'm going and there's a parking spot. Or as I'm showing up, somebody's pulling out and I'm like, yes, there it is. So we can have runner guides. We have guides that step in and assist us with different different projects we're working on or um, different different levels of, of soul mastery, part of our soul journey. Um, you know, I have guides that help me with my writing. Um, they're trying to help me with my grammar, but you know, I've, I found an editor to do that <laughs> for me. I, yeah, <laughs> and we have so many, so many options and they're literally a plethora of options of guides and and beings that they're just waiting to assist us there are so many possibilities anything that you're working on if you'd like to tweak your diet you can pull in guides and ask them to help you with that if you are um, working through a loss or a disappointment or perhaps there's trauma or or something that hasn't gone right you can pull guides in to help you with that help you to you know gain clarity help you you to work through the upset, the emotional side of it. Um, you know, something that I've been uh, really playing with a lot lately in client sessions is, is when we step out of our own um, energetics, our own, you know, step out of the emotional side of things. So if we can imagine, you know, setting our ego aside and, and pushing our energies out and just, you know, being a clear divine channel, then we can really start to hone in and master the connection with our spirit guides. And if you haven't interacted a whole lot with your spirit guides and this really interests you, I, I highly recommend that you do that. And um, one of the one of the easiest ways that I did it years ago, um, I really wanted to connect with my main spirit guide at the time, and his name is Stephen. And 
I found a guided meditation on orindabin.com, O-R-I-N-D-A-B-E-N.com. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Uh, Sinea Roman is a beautiful channel. And I found her voice very soothing. I found over the years that different meditations just, I can't relax because the voice or the tone or the timber isn't quite right. So it's very important to find something that really resonates with you. So I found this meditation. This was probably, I want to say maybe 12 or 13 years ago, and it was to meet a spirit guide. And so I did this meditation and oh my gosh, he came in clear as day, Stephen, This is what I'm here to help you with. And I just started to form that connection with him. And it's been interesting because over the last few weeks, I've had so many clients that have been asking me, okay, what's blocking the connection? Why can't I communicate with my guides? And so we're going to delve into that in this episode and and give you some tools and, and techniques and maybe clear some things up for you so that you can really start to feel that connection with your guides. You can start with one guide or you can jump in and, and see who's on your team and, and kind of go from there. I have a, a financial guide that I work with. Um, I'm sure he's scratching his head sometimes <laughs> because, well, you know. <laughs> and I have all sorts of different guides that I work with and, um, you know, relationship guides and joy guides, creativity guides. My joy guides are the most fun. I will ask for, every week I ask, I'm like, okay, guys, bring me something to laugh at so hard that I'm crying and snorting at the same time. (laughs) And it'll usually be something totally, totally ridiculous on Facebook, or I'll see something that is just absurd, and it just gets me laughing. And it just, you can invite them into your world, you know, come in and show me my magnificence today. Show me what else is possible. And so the first block that I've, I've seen show up for myself and for clients and students is interference. And so interference can show up in a myriad of different ways. Interference can be um, picking up energies and thoughts and ideas um, and and different things that don't belong to you, that belong to other people. And I've I've spoken about this in several other episodes where it's very, especially with the COVID-19, it's very important to keep all of everybody else's stuff kind of pushed to the side so that you can still be in tune and connected into what is true for you. And so, you know, what I will do with my guides is I'll just ask, okay, cool. Anything that isn't mine, transmute it. Everything that's in and around me that isn't mine, please transmute it. Thoughts, feelings, ideas, projections, energies, anything at all that I'm experiencing that isn't mine, please clear it. And so you can change the words to whatever you'd like. You can, you know, a lot of people like prayer, um, invocations, incantations, affirmations, mala beads, whatever that looks like for you. Find the words that work for you. You know, years ago, I used to say, you know, just cleaver that. Any sort of connection that wasn't a contribution, I'd be like, cleaver it. And so, you know, I've had, a, a you know, several clients over the years that are like, yeah, 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 yeah. I remembered that the other day and I cleavered it. And so whatever works for you. So interference, again, can show up in a myriad of different ways. You know, we can, we're very susceptible to the energies around us and being very clear, you know, with our energy and what works for us. And, you know, our normal state is, is happiness. You know, you look at a baby that's so happy and joyous. That is our normal state. So anytime we're pulled out of that, 
we're either experiencing something that we need to look at, maybe something, maybe we've been triggered and we need to look at something, or we're picking up on stuff that doesn't even belong to us. So you can destroy and delete it, you can clear it, you can ask your guides to come in. And so what you can do with clearing interference is that you can ask your guides, please clear anything that is not 100% of the light. Thank you. And you can do this throughout the day, you can do this whenever you start to feel really worked up about something. And so yeah, we can, we can really start to shift and change anything that might be interfering with our connection. We can interfere with our connection. If there's something that we don't want to look at, <laughs> if, we are if we're avoiding something like the plague, then yeah, that's going to impact our connection with our guides. You know, the most important connection that we have is the connection with ourself, our higher self, our soul, our spirit. And that connection is within our heart. And then from that space, we can welcome, into our, we welcome in our spirit guides and start to connect with them and start to communicate with them. Something else that I find can block or, you know, jam the connection with your spirit guides is if you haven't activated your connection. And again, by that, I mean activating your spirit. When you are activating your spirit, you're connecting into the authentic part of you. And it's not as hard as it sounds. This is where raising your vibration comes into play. This is where, you know, dancing and jumping around, movement. I was just, you know, in the gym in the basement. And so I've, you know, really cleared all the cobwebs with my energy and done lots of breath work. And I'm clear and on and ready to go. And so finding what works for you, what is that? For some people, it's yoga. Some people love to run. Meditation is huge. Breath work, any sort of movement. So if you clean the house, Chances are you're going to feel a little bit more jazzed when you're done because you've got that stagnant energy that's moving. And when we've moved all of that energy, then it's that much easier to connect into our spirit. It's that much easier. I remember Wayne Dyer saying that he used to think of um, communicating with his higher self. He used to think of it as a, a, a strap on the subway. So in the subway system, you know, there's a strap that you can reach up and you can hang on to. And he used to think of that, his higher self, as his, uh, you know, his big brother, his, his helper. And so he would literally see himself reaching up and holding hands and saying, okay, come in, guide me, show me. How do we do this? Show me how to live a magnificent life. Show me how to live filled with possibilities while I shift and change and, and move through, you know, everything that's coming up for me to shift and move through and, and acknowledge and heal and there's so much that's come up for, for everybody during this pandemic, so much. I would say even the last two, three years, so much has come up. And I believe from my perspective that, that we are being asked to step into the greatest, greatest version of us. We're being asked to step into the best version of us so that we can share the gifts that we came to share, so that we can find the people that are part of our tribe. So we can find the people that are meant to interact with us, who, who we are meant to have a connection with. And I believe that there, there's so much work that's been going, you know, that's been going on since this pandemic, since the lockdown, you know, people, a lot of people, you know, we're kind of forced to look at our stuff. You know, and we can sure we can fill our lives with distractions if we don't want to look at stuff. I know that I know if I'm distracting myself because I'll I have a list of everything I'm you know, I have daily lists of things I'm going to tackle. And 
you know, if I, you know, get to lunchtime and I've only done one of the things on my list, I'll start to look at where I've distracted myself. Maybe there's, maybe there's a job I really didn't want to do, or maybe it's time to find someone else to do that work. Um, or maybe there's just something that, um, you know, there's something that I need to look at so I can shift it so I can up level to the next level. And so, you know, I've, 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 I've spoken about this in other episodes where we have, you know, we call it the, the dragon at the gate or, you know, the dark night of the soul. Um, some refer to it as a universal challenge line. So it's the universe kind of giving us the nudge. Are you going to stay on that same path, doing the same stuff, getting the same results? Or are you going to push through out of your comfort zone into the new, take that leap of faith and just run with it and figure it out as we go. Something that I've been, you know, I was I was afraid of making a mistake. You know, I, I wanted everything to be just perfect and I wanted to, to have all the answers and have everything ready to go. And then when things started to deviate from that, I used to get so frustrated. And what I've realized is that there's no possible way that I'm gonna learn everything in this lifetime. There's no possible way that I will be continuously learning and shifting and messing things up and, I'm learning to enjoy the mess. I'm not quite at the point where I'm like, yay, I really screwed that up. Look at me go. No, I'm not there yet. But I am at the point where I don't beat myself up over it. I'm at, I am at the point where I'm learning to ask more questions. And we'll talk a little bit about that. You know, I'm learning to ask more questions of myself, of my higher self, of my spirit guides. And so activating that connection is really, it starts with activating your spirit, raising your vibration, so that you're at a nice high vibration and you're clear, you're centered, you've cleared all the muck out of the way. And then you can start to tune in to the guidance. The guidance is very subtle. Sometimes it comes in like a boom. Some of my guides are very loud talkers and they come in and they're very, very, you know, they're to the point and this is what it is and, and that's it. And there's no fluff. I have other guides that are, you know, more of the angelic guides are just, they're so loving and so unconditional and you can't make them, you can't aggravate them. You know, it's, uh, there's a post on Facebook where it's, it's a, an angel that's, you know, holding its head. It's hold it's looking down and it's holding its head. And the caption is, this is probably what my guardian angel looks like, which is hilarious, but there's actually no judgment. That's the beautiful part of working with the angelic realm uh, is that they haven't been in human form. So they don't understand what it feels like to have an ego. They don't understand what it feels like to want to flip somebody the bird. They don't understand what it feels like to feel absolutely crushed and brought to your knees with grief and disappointment. They don't understand that. What they understand is unconditional love and support. What they understand is that they see you with believing eyes, always, without a doubt. And so when you start to tune into the guidance, the way I see it is like an old radio dial. <laughs> We just kind of tune it in. We tune into our higher self, our soul, our spirit, whatever you'd like, whatever lingo works for you. And then we start to tune in to the guidance. Would we like to connect with our spirit guide? Whatever that guide looks like. Is it a joy guide? Is it a, jo a guide that you'd like help with something? Is it perhaps a crust over loved one? We can connect with our loved ones as well this way. Is it, you know, a guide that you would like help with a project that you're working on? Is it just the guide that will help you the most? The guide that will contribute the most to your world right now in this moment? That's another beautiful way to invoke those energies. I would love to have guidance with this. 
whichever guide, spirit guide, benevolent energy from the light that's available right now to help me with this, I welcome you into my world. Please, please come in and have a coffee or a glass of wine and let's figure this stuff out. And so I, I do recommend that if you haven't, if you haven't gone in and, and worked with and figured out, you know, perhaps one guide that you'd like to work with, then, you know, I, I invite you to look at that. And if you need help with this, book in. Book in and we can do a guided meditation and I can help you get the name of your guide and start to give you the tools to start to really strengthen that connection. Incredibly easy to do. Once we, once we align the frequencies, you're off to the races. You can ask your guides to come into your meditation. You can ask your guides to visit you in your dreams. You know, sometimes I, I have several clients that have done this over the years. Um, they will, you know, if there's something they're working on uh, before they go to sleep, they'll ask, you know, their guides, their angels, their loved ones to, you know, help them to figure it out. Help them figure it out. And every time we ask a question, and we'll get into this next, every time we ask a question, it's always answered. So I didn't believe this for years, but it'll come to us in whatever way they can get the information to us. If we're expecting the information to land as soon as we ask it, sometimes it's not going to be that easy. Sometimes we've got some stuff in the way. We're worried, we're upset, we're checking you know, the numbers, we're, we're stressed, we didn't have a great sleep, we've been eating candy all day, whatever it is. If we're not feeling our most vibrant, uh, delicious, magnificent self, then it's not as easy to get those messages to us. And so just something to keep in mind, something I invite you to play with. So we've cleared the interference. We've activated our connection. So we've, we've activated our spirit, connected to our higher self, raised our vibration. We're tuning into the guidance. Now we need to look at asking. You know, a lot of times, you know, clients will say to me, well, you know, this isn't shifting and it's not changing. And I'll say to them, well, have you been asking? Oh, no, I haven't. So spirit, our spirit guides, they won't come in and assist us until we ask because we have free will. We have free will. So we can run around on the planet and not ask a single question of spirit. And that's our free will. That's our choice. So they will literally wait in the wings for us to invite them in. I always tell people it's like leaving a door open for spirit, keeping that communication open, staying in question keeps that communication flowing. And so asking, you know, is it, hey, I'd like five more clients this week. Thank you. What do I need to do to have five more clients? Is there something I need to clear? Is there, you know, a post I need to create? Is there a video that's asking to be made? What do I need to do to have five clients this week? And then wait for the answer. Sometimes the answer is immediate. Sometimes it'll come the next day. Sometimes it'll come through someone else. Funny story, I was, uh, I'm working on automation. And so I'm learning all sorts of different platforms. And I've already said to the universe, bring the means and the money and the revenue, bring it so I can outsource this because I am a creator. I love creating. I love writing. I love creating. I love filming videos. I love recording things. I love creating. And the aspect of putting things together through automation, through, you know, email and creating all that kind of stuff. Meh, no, I don't love it. So I've already put that into play. Universe, angels, bring, bring me the money. Let's do this a different way so that I can continue creating and bring me the people that can take my visions and bring them out into the world. 
So asking can show up in a lot of different ways. A couple of weeks ago, I was asking, is there something I can add to my diet that will bring me closer to optimal health? And it was wheatgrass. It's the strangest thing. I was like, really? And it took me a day or two before I actually bought it. Because <laughs> I was like, huh, I'm not sure I like that. I don't know what to think about that. And so, again, I was interfering with my own guidance. I asked and it dropped immediately. And then I kind of pushed it away. I was like, hmm, nope. I had a point of view about it. I was like, it tastes gross. I was like, you know, all this weirdo stuff came up. My ego started chirping. Really? How many supplements do you already take? Do you really need to take that? That's stupid. You know. <laughs> so I had all this stuff come up. And then, yeah, in a couple of days, I went and bought it, throw it in a smoothie. You don't even taste it. And my body was zinging, like head to toe zinging, so happy. And I was like, oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you for showing me that. And so asking, 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 asking. What I typically do is, I mean, throughout the day, I'm asking different questions. But if I have something that I'm working on and the guidance just hasn't dropped yet, or maybe I've got some interference or I've got some blocks that are preventing it, I will actually write out questions. And then I will clear my mind, have a quiet space, and I'll go in and do a meditation and ask, okay, is there something I'm missing with this? Is there something more? Is there someone else that I need help with this? Do I have a block? Is there something for me to shift, change, or heal about this? And so there's so many ways, a myriad of different ways that we can ask questions, a myriad of different ways. And so just always staying in question. What else is possible? What else is possible that I haven't even considered with this? What will it take? What will it take is another great question. So what will it take to have, say, five clients this week? What will it take to have an extra five clients this week? What will it take to have this? What will it take to have that? So I've had these, these um, I've had a couple of things come up with my car lately. A, he needs new tires. And so I'm, I've been shopping around for new tires. And I've talked to a couple of different people. It's a really interesting world of tires. You can get tires for 400 bucks. You can get tires for $2,000. And it was just like, I had no idea. Again, a plethora of options. So I said to my guides and my angels, I said, okay, bring me the right mechanic, the right guy that has the tires, the right guy that's just, bring me the right person, the right price, the right timing to get it done, to get everything figured out with Subi. I drive a Subaru. His name is Subi. Um, you know, get Subi, get Subi fixed up, bring me the right person. And so I went, I talked to one, two, three, I talked to three or four different people and they all had a different opinion, all have diff different answers, which is fine. I mean, everybody does. And then I had the guidance today to reach out to a buddy that I know through Facebook. And so I sent him a message and said, hey, do you happen to know anyone that can help with this? And yeah, sure enough, he's got this guy and it felt light. It was like, ding, 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 ding. Here's your guy. He's, yeah, I'm just so excited that that lined up. And if I hadn't asked questions, I would have stayed frustrated I would have stayed with it wondering or maybe would have gone with a different person and it perhaps wouldn't have been done quite right. And what I figured out was, A, I'm not a mechanic. But the one, the one mechanic I spoke with, he said, well, you need, you need to replace the bearings. That's about 500 bucks. And then my intuition, I was like, no, I don't think I need to replace the bearings. Something about that doesn't seem right. So again, I spoke with this gentleman today and he was like, no, if the car is doing this, it's not bearings. And so I was like, ha. <laughs> so I felt like a little bit of a sleuth. And so together with spirit, I kept asking, 
Okay, what am I missing with this? Is this the right person? Is this the right person? Okay, bring me the right person. How do I get there? And sometimes to get to where we'd like to go or, or to have whatever it is we'd like to have, we need to speak with different people. You know, and it's happening more and more in my world. And every time it happens where, where you know, I say the planets align, I always pause. And it's like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll have more of that, please. More ease, more joy. Keep guiding me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And the fifth way that we block jamming the connection with our spirit guides is uh, the fear of getting it wrong. I find that so many people are afraid that they're not getting it right. I've, I've done this before too, where I've, I've, I've received the guidance and I'm like, no, what? No, what? <laughs> and then I doubt and I'm like, what? And I'm questioning it. And, and then I'll ask the, the, the teachers that I work with, the coaches that I work with, what do you get on this? <laughs> You know, sometimes we do need that extra support and that, that extra confirmation of what we're getting. But yeah, sometimes there's a fear of getting it wrong, that we're not getting it right, we're getting the wrong pieces, that, you know, it's easier for other people. Some people go into comparison, right? Oh, well, I can't do it as easy as Shauna can, so I'm not going to bother. I'll just have Shauna tell me. No, I want to give you the tools and empower you because you know we all have an inner guidance system, our intuition. We all have that ability to connect with our inner guidance, our soul, our spirit, our higher self. We all have that ability and we all have the ability to connect with and communicate with spirit guides, whatever that looks like for you. Maybe it is crossover loved ones. Maybe it's the angelic realm. Maybe it's like me. My spirit team is a plethora of options. <laughs> you, it would be like a movie if I ever had the opportunity to film when I film with my spirit team. It's absolutely amazing. They're energies that, again, I don't have words for, that I have not seen before. And I am so grateful when they come in and they assist. And just being open to that possibility, right? To be open to an angel coming and sitting at the table with me in my meditation and, you know, giving me guidance. And, you know, my, my guides swear and joke around with me because that's how I talk. And so they'll come in and drop the occasional F-bomb and we laugh and we laugh. <laughs> and it really is another relationship. It's a relationship with a non-physical benevolent energy. And my wish is for each and every one of you to have that experience, whatever that looks like for you. And again, if you have any roadblocks with this, if something is coming up, if there's a fear, if there's a block, if, if it used to be really clear and it's not anymore, if there's something blocking your connection, jamming that connection with your spirit guides, book in, reach out. Because I can guarantee you there's probably just a little bit of a tweak that we need to do to get that energy flowing. So what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to have the most phenomenal, amazing, incredible co-creative communication and connection with your spirit guides. And anything that doesn't allow that, we're gonna destroy and delete it across all ways, spaces, times, dimensions, and realities. And if you uh, are joining us for the first time, that is a, an energy clearing. So we're kind of going through and clearing out the cobwebs with the energy to kind of make that connection a little more clear for you, bringing more ease and joy into that connection. And then with practice, Everything that we would like to master in this lifetime, we need to practice. You know, what is anything that we need, want to master takes 10,000 hours, whatever that is. And so whether that's guided meditations, connecting in with your guides in a specific way, you know, any, any aspect of your world that you would like to master, you need to show up and you need to put the work in. 
my guides always say, you know, head down, ass up. <laughs> that's, that's just how we roll in my corner. And yeah, when I've got work to, to be done, that's what they say. Make a coffee, head down, ass up, and let's get this done. And whenever I'm done, I feel so much better because I've got, I've, it's done. And so again, your guides can come in and help you with a plethora of options. It's limitless. You know, again, like I said, I've got guides that come in and they keep me focused. All right, keep me focused, work through me, get this done. Let's do this. And, and so they'll help rearrange things and figure things out for you. I'm kind of stuck with this, guys. Can you, what's my next step with this? I don't know what to do with this. What am I supposed to do? And sometimes I find, I don't know if you find this, but I find that when I'm feeling stuck, it's because I need to take a step back. So when I'm feeling stuck, okay, go have a bath, go have a walk, go visit with a friend, you know, go here, go there, go do this, sit and read a book, watch Netflix, make a, make a cup of tea, you know, just sit and journal, read, read this article that you've been wanting to read, listen to a podcast. So sometimes we need to disconnect from everything that we've got going on so that we can kind of clear the channels, clear the tubes, if you will. And then when we plug back in and come back into it, we've got fresh eyes, we're rejuvenated. And so there you have it. Those are the five blocks jamming the connection to your spirit guides. I send you mountains of love. I love all the feedback. I'm, I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. I've had about 15 people, 15 messages and, and just beautiful messages that, that um, there are tools and, and techniques and, and uh, the mojo and the juju and everything that, that I'm, I feel so blessed and privileged to be able to share with you that you are able to receive the energy. And, and so what, before, we, before we, we wrap this up, what would it take for us just to receive all of these beautiful, beautiful energies from our spirit guides for the next hour and just receive, receive, receive. You can place your hand over your heart and just receive all the beautiful energy that we've created by coming together. Whether you're listening to this today, whether you're listening to this in a year from now, two years from now, whenever, receive all the beautiful energies that your spirit guides have for you unconditional love and there might be some swearing thrown into it for fun just receive receive all that energy allow them to come in and assist and and help you and alleviate any of the worries and help clear the path for you to step into your greatness and so enjoy these energies and just let that let that simmer and percolate for the next hour i send you mountains of love bye for now mm -hmm.